2: Our next guest is Jen Noonan. Jen Noonan is an adolescent specialist with the Jimmy Fund Clinic at Dana-Farber. It's great meeting you.
3: Hi, nice to see you guys. And
2: tell us exactly what you do.
3: So, um, you know, my job at the clinic is to ensure that we have really exciting, supportive services for teens. What we know about teens in general is it's, you know, it's a hard time in your life, right? We all remember being there and, and how difficult it can be. And certainly when there's a cancer diagnosis thrown in the mix of that, it's hard Mm. and so I think you know one of the things that we want to think about and we've heard it a lot even just this morning is how to instill that sense of hope right how to keep things hopeful for patients and I think a lot of that comes through trying to keep things as normal as possible and so we have different ways that we do that you've heard about the trips that we take throughout the year that's one way Spring training trips. Mm -hmm. Mm yeah exactly um that's certainly one way. And we also do a lot of in-clinic activities and we have some support groups too. So it's really thinking about the range of patients that we see that are teens and thinking about different ways that we can meet all those needs for them.
0: Yeah. See, when I think of uh, teen programs, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, you know, taking the trip down to spring training, but I, I really hear, you know, Justin Bieber concert, you know, (laughs) I, I hear, you know, like like different types of trips. Is that part of of what you were able to draw from like those opportunities?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think so much that goes into the day-to-day. There's so much that, that we take sort of going off of the things that you just said, whether it's someone donating concert tickets and giving someone that yeah. opportunity or just finding that someone has a love for music and sort of weaving that into their day-to-day treatment experience to help make that in-clinic time Better and more bearable. We've yeah. done lots of things with Justin Bieber over the yeah.
1: years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've talked before about all these programs that you do, but I, I just I love the way you've always kind of put it. And when you talk about cancer being part of a patient's life, but not the center of yeah. the patient's life, and this is kind of what these are, what it's all about, right? Almost taking your mind off of it for a minute. Yeah, I have cancer, but it's not this. It's not everything. Yeah, you know?
3: I think that's the ultimate goal that we we want to keep things normal we want we know and recognize that this is a part of their lives but it's not the center it shouldn't be the whole thing and so thinking about ways to be creative and help ease that a little bit I you know I think recently there was a patient who actually had to be in clinic unexpectedly for five days in a row and it meant she had to miss her summer camp and she was so bummed out and so there were a range of reasons for that right she couldn't see her friends she couldn't do what was planned things didn't go accordingly and so we talked about like well what was, what's one of your favorite things to do there and she said tie-dye and so we brought that to clinic and we did that you know at her infusion room right there and although it doesn't make up for missing camp it helps sort of Bring those pieces that can make it normal. You are going to do that at camp. Let's try to do that here. You know,
1: the outside trips, you know, those are outstanding. We hear so much about them, but there's a lot of things you do on a daily, day, day-to-day basis. Tell me about the. Faces and Flashes program.
3: Yeah, Faces and Flashes are, um, are two support groups that we run for for teens. Um, and ultimately, the goal of those is to gather patients together so that they can be with peers who get it, who understand what it's like. Even if you have the most supportive friends, family, they ultimately don't understand what it's like to be a teen with cancer. And so those groups really sort of focus on that. And much like the TRIPS, gather teens together, but they happen more frequently throughout the year. So their, their monthly groups we have dinner together we usually do some type of really cool art project that mm. teens would like you know not something different than like some some things the younger kids would do um, but it also gives them an opportunity to ask questions to each other to sort of swap stories about when they got their port placed or when they got radiation or when they lost their hair and patients that are a little further out of treatment are able to sort of ease the fears and concerns of those that are just starting. And that's really the magic. You know, it's sort of a different type of medicine that we can provide the space for, but we can't provide those opportunities of a peer telling another peer, Hey, it will be okay.
2: We interview a lot of young kids, five, six, seven years of age and I always get the feeling that sometimes they don't know what's going on. So they have that happy-go-lucky you know, feeling amongst themselves. With teenagers, I would think it's the most difficult. They know exactly what's going on. Plus, the lifestyle of a teenager is disrupted by all of this treatment right I mean it's got to be that that's got to be the roughest age
3: yeah you know I think I think for a variety of reasons it's so hard for any age you know from birth right up to adulthood but I think for teens it's such a developmental milestone and point in your life where so many different things are happening and so you might be missing your junior prom your senior prom your graduation even you know these milestones that you work towards as you're growing up and so it's really really hard you know the other piece that you mentioned about like having an understanding of cancer I think teens fall much more into sort of the knowledge pool as we as adults do right we know what cancer is we know what that word means and sometimes patients that are younger they they probably know what's happening isn't normal right there mm-hmm. their younger peers aren't going in the hospital or clinic but they don't necessarily have that same connotation that some of the older patients do and it's it adds another layer
0: no, the, the the last one is um, you know you talk about these these young teens that once they get farther out of the process they're able to relate and maybe explain some of the issues to some of the newer patients and once some of these teenagers are healed and, and they're done. How many of these uh, do you see them coming back and actually giving back and you starting all over again with the process as far yeah. as educating some of the younger ones?
3: Yeah, you know, I think, I think I see a lot of teens and young adults giving back in a variety of ways and whether that's, you know, in groups that we're having and doing that directly or whether that's going to nursing school or becoming a social worker or becoming a doctor. Um, and so it really sort of, I think it fuels a lot of what we do. You know, we strive to help Teens get well in a variety of ways, medically and emotionally, and so when we see them being able to come back and give more to others, whether it's in clinic or whether it's living their life doing other things, um, it fuels us. You know, it it keeps us going. And I think the other the other side to that is when we see patients that aren't able to do that for a whole variety of reasons, and um, you know, maybe they they aren't ready to do that or maybe they didn't survive and so the other side is what fuels us as well and I think it's why it's so important to continue to give funds and to donate to this cause there's such a spectrum of what's needed and where how much further we have to go
1: it kind of like breaks your heart to think and this is why we're here right now because it costs a lot of money to run these trips to almost not be able to because the funds aren't there or to not be able to include everyone that should be because the funds aren't there. I know that I'm getting the details now. I know we're having a golf tournament, you know, next month to kind of help fund some of these outside trips. Uh, John Dennis has done a great job the last few years. We're doing one here in September, but it does. It costs a lot of money to send these kids out on a trip that, as you see, is very, very important to them.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, every penny, every dollar counts, there's no amount that's too little. And it really just helps us do our jobs better, whether it's day to day in clinic activities, whether it's through support groups, or whether it's through the, the large trips that we do. It's so, so crucially important.
0: What's, what's been the most recommended, I guess not recommended, but what's the, what is the one trip that everybody wants to do?
3: You know, I think that's sort of the beauty about the range of services that we offer is that it's different for everyone. Patients really identify with different trips or want to go on different ones for different reasons. And, you know, the in-clinic in-clin- activities piece or the support group, sometimes that's a better fit for people. And so I think that's why it's important that we offer such a variety of things because we have such a large patient population, meets a lot of different needs. So
0: Has anyone ever said, have you ever had to say uh, that's? We can't do that one.
3: I don't think so. No, you know, I I don't think I don't think we have. I think a lot of what we do is based on what patients are asking for, and if it's within reason, we try our absolute hardest. Okay, well, I will tell you this: it. if
0: anyone ever s- suggests, "Hey, I want to go work with Ordway, Marloni, and Fourier,"
3: we can make that. We happen. have a chair. Absolutely. <laughs> okay,
0: let's cool. do that. Let's make it happen. We'll talk sports. We'll talk. Well, pop culture, we'll talk Justin
1: awesome. Bieber, we'll talk it all. Great. So now would be a good time, too, to let you know that Friday, September 15th. That's the day. That is when the WEI Jimmy Fund Golf Tournament, uh, it'll be at the Cape Cod Club of Sharon. In Sharon, you can go to wei.com slash golf, get your foursome in there now, you can register, and again, the proceeds to this golf tournament will be helping... Jen, uh, send these patients down to spring training, other different events outside of Dana Farber, which is very, very important. Jen,
2: thanks for stopping by and thanks for all you do in the clinic. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is uh, Jen Noonan.
1: T Mobile has invested billions to
0: light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.